Hello, corn dogs. Have you ever wanted to start your own podcast? Well, Anchor by Spotify is your solution. Anchor allows you to make a podcast in the easiest way possible. Let me explain. Anchor has tools to let you record and edit your podcast from your phone or computer. It also distributes all your podcasts for you, and you can listen on Spotify, Apple, wherever, and Anchor does all that for you. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, enjoy the show. Watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast, watch a new and podcast. They're a semi-chaotic team, man. They're here for podcasting. Watch a new and podcast. Watch a new and podcast. They're headed to the tri-state to hang with Phineas and Ferb. So come along for all the thrill with Felipe, Navi, and Will. They're firing up the Rewatchinator. This is what we're going to do today. Hello, everybody, and welcome to What You Doing, a Phineas and Fur Rewatch podcast. I am your host, Will Davis, and I'm not alone. I am here with the two who always join me. Uh, you know her as the Renap Fifth Wheel, the great Wombat Water Pizza Podcast. Uh, what are they called? Water, water Bear. Uh, it's Navi. Navi, how are you? Hi. I'm doing okay. This is very weird. I'm so used to Felipe doing the intro. <laughs> yeah, we 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 decided to change it up for this week. You know, take it be a little little out in space for this one. Uh, because also joining us is is the Brazilian dragon himself. Uh, you know him as the newly announced Rob's biggest fan, the RBF. It's Felipe. Felipe, how are you? I'm good. Reddit can suck it. Yeah. <laughs> Get over it, Reddit. Y'all, I am good. I have a title like Navi. I have won a Bernap contest. So, Will, we just got to get you winning one. Yeah, um, we got we to gotta stuff the ballot box for something. Maybe uh, biggest Phineas and Ferb fan, but I think you'd still lose to know him. Probably, yeah. Yeah. I mean, his dad is on the panel, so. Yeah, so, it's, it's yeah. nepotism know him. No, don't don't insult him <laughs> like that. Should that be the hashtag? This no, week? <laughs> well, we'll never norm. we'll never we'll never get him on the podcast if we call him nepotism. No one. Yeah, um, just I I disavow um, all of those statements. Uh, but yeah, I am Rob's biggest fan, and it's my title. So yeah. y'all can complain all you want, but I have the title. Like it's like it's like when people are like, "Would you rather win and be hated?" I'm like, "Yeah." I, I'll take it. What if what if Russell Hans offered you a hundred thousand dollars for the title of Rob's biggest fan? Like Reddit, Russell Hans can also <laughs> suck it. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah uh, so we're do you want to take over from here? Or do you want me to keep doing No, the you go, you go. I don't know. Uh this is it's a weird dynamic. We've changed it up. Uh but this yes. week we are here talking about season one, episode twenty-four of Phineas and Ferb. Uh, it is it is a one part episode. There's only there's only one part. Uh, it is out to launch. 
where they take a rocket ship to space. Outro, outro to launch. Yeah. Yes. Um, I'm excited. I, I enjoyed this episode. I was kind of sleepy, so maybe I didn't take the best notes or uh, paid the most attention, but I was there. I was present. Um, and yeah, I'm excited to talk about this episode. I will say, slight spoilers, probably the lowest set of the, the other one-part episodes we've gotten. Um, I'd have to, let's see. Maybe it's like around the same level as uh, One Good Scare Out of Deuce, some good, probably, but. Yeah. It's no, it's one, good, one, good, one Good Scare is by far for me so far the, the worst of the two part, or of the one part episodes. Because everything I else think, is like in the top. Tippity yeah, top. I, have, I haven't ranked this yet, but well, yeah, because One Good Scare Out of Deuce, I have it 19, and the next lowest uh two parter is or one parter is is five so you have it where um this person has sam wandel sir right <laughs> right below edge of extinction oh man this is such an yeah. inside baseball podcast someone someone has has uh sent us uh or i, I guess Chappelle sent to navi <laughs> This, this <laughs> like this weird ass ranking he found ranking. on Facebook. <laughs> Someone, okay, wait, wait, wait. But speaking of Chappelle, Chappelle is not on the Reddit side. Do not drag him because he congratulated me and said I was the most deserving. So, yeah, yeah I mean, it, it looked like Twitter was there for you. Maybe for I just part. follow the right people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Twitter and Reddit are always on opposite sides usually. Like you see it in BB, you see it yeah. in Survivor. You see it in Renap, so you know. As Nicole Horn texted me, um, Reddit is for virgins. <laughs> hey, I well, use Reddit. I just don't go on the Renap. I okay. To be fair, I did message the moderators at the Renap Reddit and was like, "Can you give me a flare?" <laughs> <laughs> because Jacob has oh, one, you Navi has that. one. You just kind of, they just kind of gave me a flare. If what? you just post on it, they they'll like recognize you. And yeah. they'll be like, oh, hey, here's a flare. Like, I, none of, I don't, or at least I Here, fine. I'm going to go, but I'm not going to go with that thread. I'm going to go with the, um, I'm going to yeah. go with the Space Jam thread and be like, you, yo, you, I'm so excited for this movie. You just got to be, <laughs> you just got to be willing to put yourself out there to get dragged. But, but like I, like I said in our, in our, uh, group chat earlier, that, that you really wouldn't be Rob's biggest fan if you agreed with everything that happened on Reddit. Yeah. I am very hyped for this movie, and I won't apologize. That's what I'm posting. I for for will Space not Jam, apologize. Space Jam, a new legacy. Yes. Uh, also, in space, is this rocket ship that that Phineas and yes. built? Should we get into the recap? Yeah, let's do it. First off, what were your recollections of this episode from when you were the youths? Um. So going into it, I I couldn't have told you anything that happens in this episode other than I know there's a rocket at some point. I totally forgot about um, the whole milkshake bar. That's the part I remember more. I, I did not remember that at all, but I loved that part a lot. Um, yeah. There's another, another very small detail later that I, that I do remember, but didn't know that I remembered it from this show. Uh, but I'll, I'll bring that up when we get there. Did you also see the little Star Wars dude that they like literally pulled out like that that was a Star Wars character from like the Cantina that they literally animated in there? Huh, yeah, I, I knew I am not familiar enough with Star Wars to really know, but I Yeah, Will only is aware of the Jinnapurana drama, but nothing else. Right. <laughs> Did y'all see like the tweet that was like, 
um Gina Carano snub it was like a it was it was like a uh, like I don't it must have been a right-wing paper but it was like still accredited like source it was like Gina Carano snub for her enemy and I'm like Gina Carano mm. not only was she a trash human but she was not a good actor you know who was not snubbed for an Emmy nomination Don Cheadle <laughs> Don Cheadle for one, but he someone related up for two seconds. Someone related to this show, uh, Thomas Brody Sangster. Oh, what did he get in a nominated for uh, best supporting actor in a miniseries? His for role as, as Benny Watts in The Queen's Gambit. Oh, The Queen's Gambit. Mm-hmm. I did not watch that no. show yet. Um, yeah, but anyways, should we get into this into this episode? Sure. Yeah. Nabby, did, did you remember this episode from from? Long ago. I really remembered uh, the dream that Candace had right at the beginning where like Jeremy rejects her. For some reason that stuck out to me in my mind all these years. I'm like, oh, this is from the, this episode. Uh, so yeah, I thought it would be appearing a lot earlier, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As if I would go to the dance with you. You. <laughs> <laughs> so mean. Uh, but Do you think it, they I, said I, you with a Y-O-U or with a U only? Sorry, I listened to the Millennials vs. Genesis podcast already. (laughs) (laughs) I would, uh, they're definitely, well, I guess we've argued about this before. I'd say Candace is definitely a millennial. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Phineas and Ferb are probably Gen Z because, what, they were nine when the show was on, so they were probably born like 99, 2000. Yeah, I'd say they're, they're Gen Z. But, uh, Candace, Jeremy, millennials. Stacy, don't forget yeah. Stacy. That 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 whole age group of people. Dee Dee. Dee Dee. Dee Dee's probably the most millennial of all of them. Yeah. Um. But so the episode starts. Phineas and Ferb. They're resting the tree with Perry, and they're listening to the radio. And the radio advertises the night of the falling stars girls' choice dance. So basically, a Sadie Hawkins. Um. Mm-hmm. Under the meteor shower, though, in Danville. Um, everyone in town is obsessed with stars and Lawrence he he comes out and he's like boys look I bought you a star he's and buying they, them up like they're like they're cryptocurrency or something yeah the new oh, NFTs he's, he's, he's getting all, this, all the NFTs of stars but on, have, okay would you accept a star if someone bought you a star yeah I mean I think there's much better ways of them spending their money on me but i think it's a sweet sentiment none of y'all watch glee right but there was a there was an episode where finn bought rachel a star because he was like you're gonna be a star yeah that's kind of that's kind of cheesy but yeah. i mean it's glee is that bubble wrap <laughs> uh this is bubble wrap uh yeah i've got i i haven't thrown away yeah. the bubble wrap if, if for for the people who have been paying very close attention to the the audio quality of this podcast, I got a new mic set up about three weeks ago, uh, and I I keep it in the box. I I don't keep it out. I put it away every time, and I I put it back in the bubble wrap. So here here's the bubble wrap that this is where this this arm goes inside. This bubble wrap. Yeah. Yeah, that's very exciting. I also have a problem of just like touching things while I'm talking. I get very distracted. Uh, so the Honestly, bubble wrap same. helps with that. I, I eventually I'm going to run out of bubbles to pop during the podcast, but yeah. Bubbles? Bubbles? <laughs> I love bubbles? how like in the zoo, it's Fifth Seal Navi, Rob's biggest fan and loser of Renap contest. 
I don't I don't know that I'm a I'm a loser of renap contest so as so much as I'm not an entrant of No, I did I did enter a hot takeoff once. So I guess but I didn't get on the show at all. Non-participant so, uh, of renap contest. Yeah. If they if they had like like renap's biggest mathematician or some shit like that. Ooh. Uh then you're ready to throw hands with itself Shannon? I would I would I would try. I mean, maybe not in Excel specifically. Yeah. Yeah. While you take a sip from LaCroix, let's talk about how Phineas asks Lawrence if he got Candace one. And Lawrence is like, yes, I did. But she doesn't seem very interested. Um, He is very thrilled at how easy it is. And then there was some Oklahoma reference. Well, can you explain it? Uh, So he, he said, this is just as exciting as the Oklahoma land rush of 1889. Now, what is that? Uh, First well, meetings on this call. As someone who grew up in Oklahoma and took an Oklahoma history class in high school, uh, exciting is not what I would describe the Oklahoma land rush of 1889. Uh, that is, so that is maybe like the, the elementary school version of it is, is that, uh, you know, it's ex- exciting. You got all this, you know, land here that they're just giving away land and everyone you know, runs out at the same time to, to stake their land. Uh, it's it's much more complicated and, and terrible historically than that. Uh, so I so, feel like most things are, like elementary school, they're like, oh, the conquistadors. And then yeah, it's, you know, we're it's, like, it's, oh, it's, colonizing. It's exactly that. It's so a brief summary of, of Oklahoma history that, that I can uh, yada, yada, a lot of details give, give, the the very short summary uh is is you know whenever whenever the the europeans came to to america there were lots of native people already living on this land and they were like hey we want this land you should uh go somewhere else and they they stole their land and kicked them out of their land uh you have the whole the whole trail of tears and uh for a while okay for a while uh, the the native people settled in Oklahoma because that was you know far enough away where where the white people didn't want that land yet. Uh, after a while, you know, manifest destiny, the white people want this land now too. So they they took the land that they had already said, okay, the native people can have this land, and they said, no, we want this land back. You all go live on this smaller section of land, and now here's all this other quote unquote, empty land in Oklahoma. And we're going to give away this, this empty land to Oklahoma to any white man who wants it. Uh, so the land run was, you know, all these people who, you know, stand in a line on, on the border of this uh, unassigned land. They, they fire a cannon and everyone runs and marks off their land and, and whatever land they mark off, they get to keep. Uh, so the the uh, elementary schools and and what uh, I guess Lawrence here thinks of of the land run is that uh, you know here's all this empty land you get to you know run from the starting line and take whatever you want from it yeah. uh, but uh, you know it's it's much worse than that it's it's not what yeah. I would call excited and speaking of white people uh, Linda comes up and is like you know I fell in love with Lawrence because he has corny history references he's like. Oh, okay. Drag your husband. But uh, she's <laughs> like, I'm going to go hang out with Vivi at the Mahjong tournament. You, you kids have fun. Um, 
And so Lawrence goes to buy more stars and Phineas is like, Ferb, I know what we're going to do today. We're going to go to space. Um, and talks about like all the things you can do in space and like going to the bathroom without going to the bathroom. I'm like, what the, what, what the? Yeah, this is, this is a, a question we got from, uh, from Deanne in an email about, uh, it was one of the things Phineas mentions is, is eating food out of a tube. Uh, and, and I think what Deanne said is, is eating food out of a tube cool? Um, question I want to ask is, is if you could eat food out of a tube, what food would you eat out of a tube? By tube, you don't mean like a tube, like, because... Okay. I mean like a Like, a like if you get dental surgery, then you oh. eat food out of a straw in a tube, mm-hmm. or no. Okay. I, was, I was thinking like a go-gurt. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm famously anti-yogurt, so I wouldn't pick a go-gurt, but like what cheese in a tube... Ooh, if it was like like nacho cheese in a yogurt tube, I'd eat that. Just straight, no nachos. Uh, in space, I'll take what I can get. I say mashed potatoes. <laughs> oh, that'd be that good. good. That'd be good. Ooh, uh, uh, like an like an Alfredo sauce. What if you had like? like... <laughs> You're just naming condiments. Well, it's a sauce. Uh, sauce what are just if... savory food condiments. What if? What I mean, what if you separately had pasta? And then, like the sauce was in a tube, hmm. kind of like the the little pizza lunchables, how they've got the sauce in the little packet, yeah, and the, the little pizza. Trying to think, anything else? Maybe uh... we used to think those were better than they actually are. I don't know yeah. why we we fooled ourselves. I've gotten I got lunchables a few times if I was running to class late. I was like, okay, here's the convenience store. Let me just get mm-hmm. something. Like they do the they do the job, but they're like fine you know what I, I my parents bought me one time and i was obsessed with it was the the little penguin ones the little like, oh the kid cuisine yes and i got one and i was like obsessed. and it's with got it. the and little they, brownie that's like a yeah. brick and then they never got me more and i was so upset oh. they, they still exist you could go buy your own kid cuisine yeah okay i mean when i hang out with will we're gonna go to bucky's we'll get some kid cuisine um and then we're gonna have to go very far away to go to bucky's <laughs> okay fine and then we'll watch the jimmy neutron movie and eat the okay. cuisine Sure. Navi, you're invited. Um, uh, I think the go-to easy answer is soup. Mm, yeah. That okay, is... but if it's in a tube, is it a soup or a sandwich? If you're not eating the tube. You're not eating the tube. unless I, I mean, if you Ooh. are, then I guess it's a sandwich. Hear me out. Edible tubes. Okay, then in that this case. Is, I mean, this, this is just pasta again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really craving a butternut squash soup right now. Mmm, that does sound good. What about yeah. a butternut squash? The station manager too. makes a great butternut soup. Squash soup, just saying. Love love a squash soup. Yeah. Sorry. But her nuts. <laughs> I need uh, to stop reading the chat. Apparently, I was very bad at yeah, you can't you can't expose William. I had to cut that whole part of that out of the podcast last time because I was like, poor Will. He got dragged oh, on the oh. podcast. It was both of us, though. It wasn't just me. Oh. Um, I don't remember any? what happened. Yeah, I remember that I probably came off as very grumpy, and I felt bad that I sounded grumpy. No, we, we were talking about <laughs> what you said to us when you were drunk. Oh yeah, yeah. We I I kept that part in. I just didn't say what the contents of the message were. Got it. Yeah, I just you know, it's only for AJ and AJ to know only. Yeah, just just uh, I, I I'm I'm trying to like pre- this this is why this is the reason why I I text people when I'm drunk and I don't tweet things when I'm drunk. Uh, 
Who are you? I, who are you subtweeting right now? I'm not. No, no. I, I I'm not. Sub, well, no, I'm not subtweeting anyone. I'm just saying generally. I I know myself, and yeah. and and uh, I, I'm I'm trying to like keep the image a certain way. Someone I know has drunk messaged Akiva and Mike Bloom. Not Rob. They they held I, It was not me. It was not me. I swear. I uh, off the record have drunk messaged. Uh, no, it, it actually I think it is on the record on a on a on a different episode. I I drunk what? messaged Michael J. Clark once. Oh okay. MJC is the homie. But it was it was like before I knew him at all. Okay. I was just like, uh, I I was telling him I thought his podcast was good. MJC is a homie, so I'm sure he appreciated. Um, but speaking of appreciative friends uh candace visits jeremy in a dream at the gogoplex mall we hear little lindana um and he's there at the food court and she's like candace i mean jeremy do you want to go out to the dance with me tonight he's like with you ha 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 and then like the world blows up and stacy's like that's why she can't ask jeremy out to the dance stacy's like that's the worst case scenario um but can can it's like okay fine i'll call him and then she calls stacy again she's like i'm too scared I relate. I relate hard. Yeah. Every, everything is always going to be the worst case scenario. Why do you think I'm it a... took us six months to to like actually get this podcast going? <laughs> because <laughs> I was like, I don't know if he was serious, but I want to do it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I I definitely was, but you know. Yeah. Yeah. Here we are, twenty four episodes later. Listen, things happen for a reason. But uh, in the backyard. Oh, it's been twenty four episodes. This is twenty four, and wow. we only took one week off. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. Yes. Um, so the boys, they're working on the rocket. There's a little montage. Um, we got an appearance of Buford. Um, the Fireside girls are helping, uh, but the rocket won't launch at the end of the day. Um, so then they're like, okay, hook it up to the car. You got you to gotta jump it. Um, I did remember the car remote that they talked about later. Um, but like, they, they are like, okay, let's go jump it and candace gets inside um and perry is also in the rocket right so that's mm-hmm. what happens and they go jump it and then the rocket launches with candace and perry and then finney's and purple kind of let's go chase them and the car also goes with them but the car lands on a space station um and we'll get to that later but this was what the thing that i i remembered that i knew it from somewhere but uh didn't know where i remembered it from so i uh driving this this car it has many many miles on it it used to be my mom's car uh so last last summer i was having a lot of battery problems where my battery would die a lot uh so i i had to jump it a, a few times before i just went and bought a new battery um but i every time i was jumping my car i remembered that i i had heard on something somewhere the phrase positive to positive negative to ground um and it was from this. It was from this episode of this show. I was thinking. I was. I was uh, inadvertently thinking about Phineas and Ferb uh, while I was jumping my car. Uh, so it was. It was. It was a very cool like uh, flashback whenever I saw it. Yes, we love learning on Phineas and Ferb. Who says children? Yeah, they're they're really sta- like. Uh, I think it's very early in season two. Is the the Aglet episode. So I yeah. I feel like that's the big one that we point to of like the show being very specifically educational. 
Yeah. Uh, but then they then they throw things like this in there that that like, uh, you know I haven't forgotten. Ha- Thirteen years later. We always know that they learn how to design. Like you can build a rocket by finding the square root of happy face. Yeah, a square root of happy face uh, is is definitely uh, a a valid mathematical thing. Um, that was that that whole scene. Um, I guess. Uh, uh, no, I'll just say the one thing about the scene. They had a lot of like real life footage of rocket ships exploding felt very spongebob <laughs> what the hell was that it felt very spongebob yeah yeah i could i i definitely see that yeah but it it felt like kind of morbid it's like right it's like we're gonna show real footage of, of spaceships crashing instead of you know, just making it a cartoon yeah yeah uh, anyways so they end up having to chase them uh and Isabella is like, okay, we got we gotta launch you people too. Um, her cheeks are covering her ears. Candace, sorry. Candace's cheeks are covering her ears, so she can't hear Phineas and Ferb try to talk to them. Uh, and they're like, okay, let's go. Um, and then they end up going to the star, right? So uh, e- even though she's hitting random buttons, Phineas is like, Candace, don't do that, right? My notes are all over the place at the second. Yeah, so so uh, they have two separate rocket ships. So Candace gets shot up in in Phineas and Ferb's rocket ship, uh, and Phineas is like, "Oh, I'm I'm glad we built a second rocket ship for Candace." So they follow her, and they're they're telling her like, "Oh, don't worry, the ship is pre-programmed to fly itself. It'll get you where you're supposed to go as long as you don't touch a bunch of random buttons." And she says, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. I'm too busy touching a bunch of random buttons. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Classic Candace. Yeah. So they, they end up, they all end up in the same rocket ship because they're, they're flying through an asteroid belt and the, and the ship that Candace is in gets hit by an asteroid and like starts to spin out. So they, they go and save her uh, and take her onto the other ship. So they're all on the same ship. So respectful of them. I hope Navi would save me if I was on a separate ship. Uh, sorry. <laughs> <I'm> very... <laughs> I am all about self-preservation. So you're on your own, bud. It's also very, very nicely this convenient. This is why we stand AJ more. <laughs> but, uh... AJ wouldn't save you either. Well, you I, I, I mean, Navi was honest. She did honestly say that she wouldn't save you. I'm going to ask him right now. That is, that is what we're judging. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it wouldn't save most people. Who would you save? Um, get back to me on that one. <laughs> AJ, if I was lost in space on a rocket ship, would you save me? I feel like AJ's going to have a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, but it was, it was very convenient that... Uh, you know, Phineas and Ferb thought they and Perry were the only ones going into space. Uh, and then they're just, you know, they happen to also have a, a spacesuit for Candace on on the ship with them. Uh, so that was uh, very convenient. They had a, a Candace-sized spacesuit just on the spaceship that they didn't expect Candace to be on. Breaking news. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Josh Wiggler is interested in Big Brother because there's an alliance named the French Kisses. Whoa. 
Okay, anyways. Where were we at, Will? Sorry. Uh, we're in space. Space. Uh, they, so they're they all on the same ship Another now. space episode. Back to and back. This is, this is kind of where... There was something you could definitely feel like this was a commercial break where they would have split into a second part. Like yeah. after they get out of the asteroid belt, they go and the, they see this it was even like bright a shining light. Mid commercial scene, I feel like with the yeah, yeah, it was it was mid commercial to the point where like Phineas said the line twice. Yeah, and it was like they they're going into this bright white light, and Candace is like, "Do you know what that is?" And Phineas is like, "Oh, I have no idea." Yeah. Um, so, at this moment, Perry ends up sneaking out because uh, Major Monogram is like listen, Dr. Dippenschwartz is doing some shady shit in space, um, and we, but we don't have the budget to get you to space. And then he's like, I'm already in space. And he's like, oh, good on you, Agent P. That's why you're a top agent. And this is probably why he gets harassed during his days off to go into work. Um, I'm still upset that Perry couldn't enjoy his soap opera. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hope that he at least got to watch it later. Yeah, DVR that. But Perry opens the airlock, and he's like, let me go uh out and he also lets go of his pda so yeah he can't communicate his anymore. his pda which looks a lot like uh kim possible's little oh see i was gonna thing. say it looks like it looks like uh orange version of tucker's from danny phantom mm, okay yeah i could see that too my yeah my my first thought was was kim possible she's talking talking to wade call me Beep. another very good theme song much better than Kobe yoko Agree to 100%. We are not starting <laughs> this. <laughs> Listen, Kim Possible is a better theme song than Code Lyoko, but we don't need to drag Code Lyoko in the midst of my presence. <laughs> you should uh, you should enter the tournament for Code Lyoko's biggest fan. No, yeah. because I'm I already have a title. Um, that I can enter that. Rob's for you. biggest fan. Yeah, I'm already Rob's biggest fan. I'm never letting go of that title. Also, like. I will never crack Rob's knuckles, but I better not lose my title if he ever, like, it, for that reason. Did y'all hear that part that, like, Jacob yeah, title? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't want to, I don't want us to bully Jacob on here. I'm not bullying him. Too much. Okay. I'm just like, that was an, I, I hope he doesn't lose his title just for that, but. Well, I think he has to revoke it, like, from himself voluntarily, yeah. like uh, Kaya did. Yeah, and I would never Abdicating do that. Abdicating the throne. My, my, my mm-hmm. throne. I'm keeping that until I die. That will be put on my tombstone. RBF for <laughs> life. Yeah. Um, Has anyone well, called Rob's Biggest Fan the RBF yet? I feel like that's I mean, an the, unfortunate the key, acronym. It's not as bad as ABS. Because <laughs> it sounds a lot like something else. But um, yeah. Uh, Candace has been studying the instruments and wondering what all the red flashing things are. Phineas is like, oh, they're asteroids. And Candace is like spazzing out. She's like, ah! Um, so the boys rescue her. Meanwhile, Perry arrives at Doofenshmirtz Space Station, which literally looks like a Minotaur. Um, in space, though. Um, and he, uh, Perry is trapped in like an ice cube tray? Question yeah. Mark? Yeah, he gets, he gets Han Soloed. Yeah, oh, okay, there we go. But like, Han Solo is frozen in carbonate, and it's yeah, not a real but he's tray. Like in the, a, he's in the same position. Yes, but he's not, not in a tray. Like, yeah. It could have been like, a giant ice yeah. tray that yeah isn't, i mean like, he gets he spliced. gets the kid show version of han solo i feel like that that happens later because they go to a, yeah i was gonna say in in the star wars special do you think perry gets uh trapped in carbonite i've seen the star wars it? special recently i want to say it's a 
Yeah. Okay. I haven't I been... haven't seen it, but if if that doesn't happen, I think it's a miss. But uh, maybe maybe when Ferb becomes Darth Ferb, maybe he, fr- mm, he puts spoilers. Phineas in it. Oh, sorry, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch it eventually. It's fine. Yes. Um. So, uh, Doofus Hurt tells him his evil plan that he wants to make shadow puppets on the sun on the moon because of his backstory, where he would do puppet shows, um, and flirt with I didn't write her name, uh, some girl. But then, anyway, he he just he used the term Freudlines. Okay. It's just like the German word for like young ladies. Um, but then Huge Hands Hans uh, steals his gig and his girl. And I mean, if y'all listen to the Dr. Mike podcast, makes sense. Yeah, big hands. Talk about talk about uh, Triple H, Huge Hands Hans. The number three season, according to this person, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, where did they Maybe put number it? Six. Uh, number six. They put it at number six. What do you think is the better, the better Triple H? Uh, Huge Hands Hans or Heroes, Healers, Hustlers? Huge Hands Hans. Oh, Huge Hands Hans. 100%. <laughs> you can have a whole tribe of the Hans family. Mm-hmm. Huge, Han- Huge Hans Hans. Yeah. Russell Hans Hans. I don't know if we should be saying that about him. <laughs> yeah, you, you about know. Russell yeah. Hans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't disrespect the, the Norwegian guy over here. Um, but yeah. So Candace, Candace is freaking out. Um, she's literally like hitting asteroids, and she Phineas is like jump out in your spacesuit, and they catch her. Um, and uh, Phineas is like, you can't let Thea ruin your life, which comes after later. Um, so Ferb grabs her, and they go to the pink rocket. Isabella is like, okay, everyone's all good. Isabella starts to ask Phineas for the dance, which is a running theme that she kept getting interrupted by Candace also later, which forget about Candace yeah. Gaslight Watch. This is Isabella Gaslight Watch. Yeah. It, it was it was uh, less like Isabella Gaslight Watch and more like Candace being a terrible friend to Isabella Watch. Not just Candace, but like all these people <laughs> walking over her. It's such well, like, like, so everyone else is just like interrupting a little bit. So uh, like... Isabella is trying to ask Phineas to the dance and Gretchen comes out and is like, Hey, can you guys sign some, some waivers for me? Uh, like that's, that's just some like unfortunate miscommunication stuff, I think. Yeah. But later when, when Candace and Isabella are like video calling, you can tell that Candace has been like talking about her problems and Isabella is like giving her advice. And Isabella is like, now that you mention it, I have a situation that I would like advice on. And and Candace is like, oh yeah. Speaking of Phineas, I've got to go see what he's doing. Bye. Yeah, she just, just she just gave you advice. The least you could do is is like, you know, listen. Also, be a wing woman. He's literally yeah. your brother. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe but, she thinks he's too young. Maybe. I don't know. She was probably crushing on Jeremy at age five though. Um. So they uh the alarm starts sounding and they're low on fuel so they they end up uh going to the bright thing which ends up being a star not the sun it's the shooting star milkshake bar and the boys head inside candace's like no i'm gonna stay inside um and it's run down and then he's like i'm phineas and ferb and the bartender's like oh my god you own our star which news travels Mm -hmm. fast um but uh yeah ferb and Phineas uh, mix up the joint, make it a nice place, um, and it's popping. Um, so, yeah, we we talked about it when Isabella talks to Candace, 
Candace is like, oh, we got to go get Phineas and Ferb. And then so they, they, she sees the dance number, the milkshake bar, miniature disco golfing queen sort of song. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. That, both of the songs in this episode, I don't remember at all, but I, I did very much enjoy them. I like the milkshake one better. And I like, they're groovy, but I, I did, don't know. They're I did like too. Low, low on the Spotify list, probably. The... I well, I'll talk about it when we yeah. get into the rankings. There's there is a very funny line in the the milkshake bar song that made it shoot way up in 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 my eyes. Yeah, um, I don't know how they got away with saying with saying shake your asteroid on children's TV. I didn't even catch it. But yeah. but that that's like the chorus is is shake shake shake, shake your asteroid. Uh, which, which, uh, un- until then, I was like, oh, you know, this is this is catchy, this is good. It's got to be right in the middle. Of the That's pack. Space Nicole. Something I'd listen Not to, but I... nothing special. But, but shake your asteroid, shoots it way up for me. Yeah. Um. Anyways, uh, Candace, Candace, and Phineas and Ferb make her milkshake, but she starts talking to this alien boy, um, who's also nervous about asking the girl of his dreams out. And Candace is like, you just got to do it. Like, um, and just like be bold. And Sylvia, he asked Sylvia out and Sylvia zeps and Sylvia is on, uh, they're like a conjoined twin. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're like, uh, it's almost like, uh, the, the guy from the first Harry Potter movie, who's got Voldemort sticking out of the back of his head. Yeah. Uh, except it's the the girl he wants to take to the dance. Yeah. And I love how she's like, even if you ask someone else, I still go with you because I'm forced to go with you. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah. She kinda, so, yeah, she kinda can't go anywhere without him. Yeah. That's disrespectful. I'm sorry. Like who who chooses where to go? Um who has control of the legs? Do they each have control of one leg? Ooh, yeah. That that's uh that's tough. I don't know. That's a question I that I want to ask Akiva to put on the census. Because <laughs> I need to know the answer. Um but the battery dies even after they get fuel. So they were like, Candace, why were you using the video phone without the engine running? She's like, I didn't know. And honestly, I'm team Candace here. No one left her with instructions. I mean, if you assume that that a rocket ship works the same way as a car, especially knowing that they had to jump the battery of the car earlier, uh, I th- I think you should know. Like, you don't leave the lights running in the car without the engine on. You don't leave the like. All those things are just going to kill the battery. Maybe this is just for my my personal experience with having a bad battery in my car. Uh, it's like, don't do anything when the battery's not on, or when the engine's not on. Yeah, but uh, you know, she's young; she'll learn. Yeah, she only has to learn it, learn it from it. Yeah, it, it 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 is. I'll I'll cut her some slack in that case. Yeah, um, but they find the mom's car. Uh, meanwhile, Perry's ice tray starts to melt. Uh, the the space guys throw the car out and then alien pops in and takes their spot, which is that alien was savage. Very bold move. Um, so they're like, oh, mm-hmm. we left the starter remote at home, so we can't jump the car. And Candace's like, what is that? And they're like, oh, because we're underage, we can't be in the car, so we don't want to do anything illegal. So Candace, you do it. You have your learning remote. And I'm like this. Candace can't have a parent. and She needs a parent in the car to even do that so they're advocating yeah. for her to go to jail but not yeah them. i mean Selfish i think Watson. the rules kind of don't apply in space okay thank you but <laughs> <and Ferb. laughs> i think any of them could have done it yeah that's just me um but 
Uh, uh, you, you, oh, go you ahead. Talk about uh, the the guy who uh, was like the alien who was drinking the rocket fuel. Uh, he was voiced by the guy uh, Keith Ferguson, who does I think Re- rel- relative of Sarah Ferguson. Uh, no, Ferguson with only one N. Uh, uh but he's the voice of uh, Blue Regard Q Kazoo, or also known as Blue in Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Oh my God! Yeah, I did not remember what Blue's voice sounded like until I started watching an episode with my friend at her place, and I was like, "Wait, I did not remember Blue like had kind of annoying voice." Oh yeah. That said, I love the voice of Elmo. So. <laughs> uh. So, anyways, Doofenshmirtz. Uh. So the the learner they jumped the car. Um. And will what did they teach you again? Positive. To, I just hit the hit my mic with my headphones. This is gonna sound bad. Uh, positive to positive, negative to ground. Yes. So they put her in the spacesuit. Um, they fill it with oxygen. She's like, is my butt too big? And then they, she like squeezes it on the wall. Um, and it goes to her hands. So then she goes to jump and Doof is like, Doof is like, that's huge hands. Hans, I hate him. And he goes as, to as if there's only one person in the world who has big hands and it's huge hands, Hans. Look, all his enemies have big hands because they just remind him of how small his hands are. But also, uh, they always have like a big appendage, like a big bat, bat, that big, fully black boots big, forest. Big black boots forest. Big black boots forest. Yes. Um, I don't know that we need to know too much about Doofenshmirtz's nemeses and their big appendages. Whoa, William. You can cut it if you want. No, I'm not going to cut not it. Not the appendage. Don't do that. <laughs> oh! That reminds me of the John John post in RHAP today. But uh, Was it a one must go? Uh, no, it was uh, replace the title of a movie or like a word mm. in the movie with this word. Mm. Um, but yeah. Anyway, so the Candace escapes. Uh, uh, Jupiter tries to like I don't know, attack her because he thinks it's huge hands Hans. The chase begins. Isabel and the Fireside Girls find out that the huge robots don't corner well, but they also uh, Candace puts the puts the ground on the metal. Uh, mm-hmm. So they they start the car, start the rocket, and they fly back to Earth. Um, and meanwhile, uh, Perry, uh, does Perry fight Doofenshmirtz? Yeah. Assume, yeah, yeah, he 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 like hits him and like breaks himself free from the uh, uh, ice cubes, and then at some point an an asteroid hits the the big space robots and Perry just like jumps out of the hole. Yes, where the asteroid came from. Yeah, so they go back to Earth, but they land safely. Um, meanwhile, Mr. Fletcher gives Lawrence. I mean, Lawrence gives the pizza man a tip of a star. And the pizza guy's like, Uptown, they give Quasars, uh, which I don't <laughs> get. Is that a reference to the Marvel character? No, uh, Quasars are just like another like like space object. Okay. Kind of like a star. Yeah, well, that's some Eagletonian bullshit. He <laughs> um, really was ahead of the game. Like, like forget Bitcoin. This is a star Bitcoin point. or something. Yeah. Starbites. Shout out to the Wario Casino. <laughs> Go chance in there. Go go chance in there. I dare you. Do it right now. I just lost a snowball fight earlier. What does that even mean? 
sometimes the weather is snow, and sometimes you can have a snowball fight. If you're not, well, the a, weather if you're not outside a, is frightful. If Navi has the weather. Hold on, let me pull up my weather app and convert it to Fahrenheit. Okay, Will, where were you going? If if like Navi, you are not a member of the post show recaps Discord, you're missing Don't out on the Wario Casino. I feel like we mention that all the time. Yeah, but I cut it out last week. Oh, uh, yeah, for, forget. Uh, just the cut mustard. out those two words. If it here, I'll 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 retake it. I'll retake it. If you're not a member of the post show recaps Discord. You're really missing out on the, the Wario Casino. So I've heard. No dragging whatsoever. Oh, okay. So Navi just 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 admitted that she's not in there. So I don't know. I'm I might not cut it out. Who knows? We'll see. We'll figure it out in post. Okay. By the way, in fake Winnipeg, Ash, aka Finnipeg, it is 79 degrees Fahrenheit, and it's hmm. partly cloudy. Uh, south southwest winds eight kil. Eight kilometers an hour. I don't know what that translates to in American. Eight kilometers is five miles. Yes. Humidity is at 33%. Sunset at 10.06 p.m. 10% chance of rain. Visibility is 16.1. Do you live on like the far west part of your time zone? How is 10.06 p.m. the sunset? That's well, I live place. up at a higher. Yeah, or, further, further uh, north okay. also. True. Yeah, you guys are closer to the equator compared to me, so. Right. True. Not only is math hard. Let me see. If I were in real Winnipeg, the sunset would Rinnipeg be at nine thirty-two. Oh. Winnipeg. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, real Winnipeg, Winnipeg. Yeah. So if I were in Winnipeg, <laughs> the sunset tonight would be at nine thirty-two p.m. Central. Yeah. Winds at north kilometers an hour feels like 82 degrees. I'm just going to give you the entire weather forecast. Yeah. yeah, who needs who needs the Avatar podcast? Who, need, have who needs a who needs a podcast when you can have a forecast? Yeah. 25% humidity, that's actually not bad. UV index at 1, 10% chance of rain. Lovely. I am currently at a 95% chance of rain. It is it is Ooh. storming outside of my apartment right now. Yeah. When's the sunrise going to be? Hmm. 5.08 a.m. The sun will rise. A much different time when you're in space, probably. probably. Yeah, probably. We should if you're probably in space, the sun's always the, risen. Yeah. Felipe, feel free to cut all this out. <laughs> no, no I'm going to leave it in, but I am going to transition back to the episode. So they get back to Earth. Isabella asks Phineas to the dance, and he's like, okay, sure, yeah, Ferb, what's up, what, do we have plans tonight? And she's like, okay, so I'm going with both Phineas and Ferb, and like, this is why Isabella deserves better, and I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, that, that's another, you know, classic thing of, of Phineas just not getting it, that, that she's into him. Phineas is too codependent like, on Ferb. Or he's like, hey, hey, do you want to go to the dance tonight? And he's like, yeah, Ferb and I will come to the dance tonight. Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's what she meant, but you know. Yeah. Um, but Linda arrives. Candace greets her. She's like, oh my God, the rocket's not here. I said, and I quote, AJ's going to have a lot of questions. Uh, <laughs> he, responded questions? To your, he responded to your message with at least three questions. How did you get a rocket ship? How did you get it into space? And how do you expect my ass to get to space? <laughs> um aj just watch this episode of phineas and ferb and then get back to us 
Yeah. He also added a gif slash gif of Steve Harvey looking very perplexed. Yeah. Hmm. Well, Linda is not perplexed because she won the grand prize at the Mahjong contest, which was a star. And Lawrence is very happy about that. Meanwhile, Tina's like, Linda, 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 or sorry, mom, 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 come see the spaceship. And then Linda's like, okay, let me just move the garage to the, uh, let me move the car to the garage. And she moves it. And because it was still connected to the rocket, the rocket latches up to space, crashes into Duke and Schmertz's station. And Duke and Schmertz is shot out. And he ends up being the shooting star that Candace and Jeremy see as a dance because Candace ended up asking Jeremy out. And uh, yeah, she asked Jeremy if she likes a space shoot. Yeah. Uh, for one, there's another thing Deanne pointed out was that, that Linda does, uh, like uh, the hood of the car is still up whenever she backs it into the driveway or into the into the garage. Like she, she doesn't bother to put the hood down first. Yeah. Um, but also... Uh, we we have missed the part where uh, Candace, uh, whenever Candace asks Jeremy out, she like breaks into his house to do it. Right? Yeah. She's she's like, she's, she's wearing a spacesuit and just like opens the door to his living room while he's watching TV. For once, maybe Susie was right. Now, actually, I regret that already. Um, you, you'll, you'll cut that out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's the end of the episode. Oh, there was one more thing. Phineas is like. Oh, you're brave. And Candace, like, you think I'm brave? And he was like, yeah, Fur's been talking about it all day. Like, yeah. um, I did like that. But yeah, with that said, we're going to take a quick musical break. And when we come back, we are going to do some feedback and rankings. Let's take a rocket ship to space. I hear it's a real swinging place. There isn't much air or gravity there. The stars will make your heart race. Let's take a rocket ship. Let's take a rocket ship. Let's take a rocket ship to space. Let's take a saucer to the stars. Look out, moon, move over Mars. The Martians all rock to Pacey and Bob. And your jazz guitars Let's take a salsa to the stars Let's take a rocket ship A crazy three-stage rocket ship Let's take a rocket ship to space Stop right there. Let me in, Buster. Phineas and Ferb don't take kindly to gatecrashers. I'm no gatecrasher. I'm their sister. Oh, sorry about that. Honest mistake. Uh, you won't mention this to them, eh? Uh, I'm their sister. There's a jump a little rock in the outer spiral arm. May not be pretty, but it's got a lot of charm. It's a shooting star, milkshake bar, yeah. It's not a regular, it's not a quasar. It's a shooting star, milkshake bar. At the speed of light, you know you're never too far. From the meatiest meteor that you'll ever find. In this big old galactic void. You got to shake, 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 shake your asteroid. Shake, 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 shake your asteroid. Hey, Shannon. 
This is our store. I thought we were getting out of here. Herb and I thought we'd fix up the place. You know, pride of ownership. Take a load off. Have a shake. And we are back, everybody. Some great songs, Woo. if I do say so myself. Now, William, are you the feedback person today, or is that Navi? Uh, I can. I think we both have the emails pulled up. Okay. Yeah. Lead us. Um, let's see. So a couple couple other things Deanne pointed out of the episode. Did we notice that Candace and Stacy have matching heart pillows on their bed? Ah, best friend goals. It is it's it's like the one up from a I'm a uh best friend bracelet, right? True. Matching yeah. pillows. The Sambru tried the shook. <laughs> That's a niche cut reference. For the 39th best season of Survivor, apparently. 39th? That's where the person had it. 39th. Um, oh Only man. Amazon was lower. They must really That's hate. what they said was the worst one? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, interesting. Like I said, they had some good drugs over there. Anyways. Um, yeah, so I, I agree with, with uh, Deanne's feedback in, in the last uh, paragraph here. She says, I'd forgotten all about this episode. It's nice that the girls got over their anxiety to ask their crushes out. Uh, unfortunately, Phineas is not catching on. Perhaps Isabella should borrow the whiteboard to explain things to him. Yeah. I think I think he would I think he would pick up on on the hint a lot better if it were if it were written on the whiteboard. Yeah. She, she should ask him out with the square root of smiley face. She definitely should, right? Uh, and hey, I just also had I just realized I have one good scare out of do it good at also nineteen. So twenty. Oh, interesting, interesting. Um, let's see. I don't think we had any tweets at us this week. Which is okay. Yes. Uh, no, I don't think any of us put out the tweet because I've been yeah, busy. Yeah, you know, that's on us. That's on us. That's but if you want to, if you want to, if you want to tweet at us in the future at what you do in pod on Twitter. Yes. Let's blame Nathan. Nathan, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> he is also busy. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, watching so, a ton of Big Brother live feeds. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, is is he texting y'all about Big Brother he Live? Created- a group chat with the three of us just to talk about <laughs> what's going on in the live And not me. I had no idea this was this exists. It's because you love French fries too much. Mm, I'm not not the Big Brother kind. <laughs> I do like the, cut. the the food the food French fries. Yes. Uh, I love that uh, Tiffany's calling him French fry in the house. Like that is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but speaking of uh, uh, Felipe being Rob's biggest fan, to, uh, to which Giovanni says, congrats. Um, also, who do you think is, is uh, besides Isabella, who is Phineas's biggest fan? Ferb? Nah, Phineas is Ferb's biggest fan. I don't think it's mutual. Hmm. Mm, yeah, because yeah, Ferb is Vanessa's biggest fan. Yeah, I think Phineas simps for Ferb. I could see. Uh, so, so the cycle of simp here. Is that Isabella simps for Phineas, Phineas simps for Ferb, Ferb simps Bal-Jeet for Baljeet simps for Phineas, Vanessa simps for Johnny the Goth Kid, and Johnny the yeah. Goth Kid probably simps for the the like destructed warehouse that Dupish has built. So that's mm. I and think I think Baljeet is the second biggest Phineas fan. I think that, yeah, I would agree with that. That seems right. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, any, I think that's all uh, the questions we have. Any, any last thoughts about, about the episode? Any other good uh, moments we have written down we didn't talk about? It was fun. Um, I, yeah, there was a Star Wars character tribute. I, that was very like Maz Eisley Cantina, the scenes with the Milky mm-hmm. Bar. I like their outfits, the like light blue, yellow tie, like yeah, that yeah. they had in the milkshake bar. Also, I want to mm-hmm. know what kind of milkshake Candace was made. Was it, it was like a purple cow milkshake. Yeah. What, uh, do you have a favorite, favorite milkshake? I like a mint chocolate chip mixed with like black raspberry. Mm. Ooh, fancy. I know there's, there's a lot of people who don't like mint in their uh, in their desserts because they I kind of like... get it lately, but like I still like mint ice cream. Like I, I, I I'm kind of like I I got like junior mints when I was when C Black Widow I couldn't eat them all because I was like this is too minty. Mm. I feel yeah. like I'm over like those candies. Like the the movie theater candies are never good. Like you have to bring in your own. Like mm-hmm. like I got a Butterfingers yeah. also at a movie theater recently, and I was like. Oh, these movie theater Butterfingers are not good. I well, Butterfinger also famously changed their recipe a couple of years ago, uh, mm. to where Butterfinger used to be one of my favorite candy bars, and now it's absolutely terrible. Yeah, maybe that was it. Mm. Um, yeah, I've I've never been a big candy at the movie theater guy. If I if I my, were, I would be like a like a Sour Patch kid. Oh, see, no, sometimes I, I they like have like the sour watermelons. I like doing the sometimes the popcorn like even the movie theater popcorn lately hasn't been good i'm like what mm-hmm. i'm so sad but you know what is good the dips mm. the crunch dibs which are like the little ice cream like, oh okay uh, dibs dibs yes dibs. yes i thought you were saying dips like like a guacamole know. or a or a hummus <laughs> yeah. love no. that love that movie theater hummus mm-hmm. that's no, our I'm, hashtag I'm, movie theater hummus hashtag movie theater hummus I ate Brussels sprouts in a movie theater once. What? Why? Uh, my my uh, the movie theater that I go to is one of those AMC like uh, dine dine dine. Yeah. Um, why would you? Why would you disrespect yourself like that? I I love Brussels sprouts. But why would yeah, you Brussels sprouts are theater? great. Um, but why in a movie theater? Movie theaters are not for vegetables. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I I uh, I was just in the mood for Brussels. It was it was kind of my dinner too. It had cheese mm-hmm. and bacon on it. Uh, but I, I had Brussels sprouts whenever I went and saw Little Women. Uh, Speaking of Florence Pugh, and whenever I, Pugh Pugh. whenever I saw Uncut Gems, I got their little like appetizer sampler that mm-hmm. had like a couple chicken wings and a couple pretzel bites and some onion rings and uh, some fourth thing. But that was really good. But usually, usually I'm 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 big on uh, getting the popcorn and then. Uh, you you put butter all Halfway. over the top, right? Yeah. Well, well, yeah. I mean, if I would like to be able to like put it on halfway and then get more popcorn on top and then put it on top, but I feel like that's a hassle to the worker. Yeah. Uh, Which you gotta. I, I think I cracked it. You gotta get the the side box. Put half of it in the side box, and you smart. put it back on the top. What I do is I put the butter on top. And then usually the the butter thing is right next to either the Coke machine or the icy machine, uh, which has straws right next to it. So you get a straw and you jam it right down in the middle and you you shoot the butter down the straw so the butter so you gets have to, to the bottom. push the butter with your like you have to. Oh no! It 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 no 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 the butter flows down the straw pretty easily. You got to move oh. the straw a couple times so it can like, really cover all of it afterwards. Um, not not is... really. The the butter stays on the inside of the straw, and my fingers touch the outside of the straw. It, it's nothing that... a couple of napkins can't take care of. That's a lot of effort. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, not I don't really about that. butter. 
Yeah. I mean, going to the movies is is like a treat for me. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm gonna make it good when I go. Yeah. That's fair. Much better than the mummy trip that they had. Oh, that was that was another thing. Uh, I was I was wondering if we want to keep track of this at some point. So so building a rocket is is the first thing of the list of things they could do in the summer in the theme song. Uh, I and it's not the first one they've done. I I don't know if we want to like keep track of like how many of the things there are and how many they've done. Let me let me see let me see really quick. I couldn't tell if you if while you we do that. Navi, should we start ranking things? Uh, sure. Just let me pull it up here for a second. Okay, so I've got the list. Building a rocket. Building a rocket, they've done. They did that today. Fighting a mummy, they kind of did that in the the movie theater. Uh, Climbing up the Eiffel Tower, I don't think they've done yet. Well, they, they had the Eiffel Tower in the roller coaster episode, but I don't think that they really climbed up it. Yeah. Discovering um, something that doesn't exist. Hey! Ooh, have they discovered something that doesn't exist? Let's pull up the spreadsheet. It feels like maybe... Cavemen? Dinosaurs? Yeah. Um, I feel like a couple weeks ago they did uh, something that... Oh, they uh, made Brick a toy. Yeah. Um, let's see. What do we... What do we have? This dude... Hmm. We'll say that's a maybe for now. No, I mean, the portal to Mars, that didn't exist before, but they more invented than discovered. Um, giving a monkey a shower, I don't think that, they've done. That's this was family, Phineas. Okay. I remember uh, that surviving, Surfing tidal waves, they've done that in, in the uh, backyard beach. Uh, creating nanobots. Uh, apparently that happens in season three, now that I click on this. Uh, locating Frankenstein's brain. It's they over did, here. It's over here. Monster of Phineas and Ferbenstein. Uh, finding a dodo bird uh, is apparently also in season three. Uh, painting a continent. They did that in Oil on Candace. And driving our sister insane. You could say they do that all the time, but uh, they also had the monster truck rally where Candace was driving. So Yeah. Also, they've already been to space. They took an elevator to the moon. Yeah. You know, maybe they, they wanted the uh, the challenge of, of space flight. Yeah. Okay. Do we wanna do we wanna get into some rankings? Yes. Uh, okay, so if we wanna rank the I know what we're gonna do today's Do we get fireside badges? Because they were doing things and they were they had fireside manuals, but I don't think they uh, had a fireside badge. Yeah, that was another thing I had written down that I I uh um it wasn't really a badge, but I thought it was funny that the fireside girl manual had a section specifically for giant robots. Yeah. Uh and and they they read the manual Isabel is like the manual says you should uh, get out of there. Um, yeah, so I'd say, I'd say one of the things we can rank here is the rocket to space, and then it's up to us whether or not we also want to add uh, the shooting star milkshake bar. It's not really like the main thing they decided to do, but since it's a one part episode and I thought it was a cool part, I kind of wanted to rank it. But, yeah, no, uh, I ranked it. Okay. 
We uh, interrupted the milkshake thing earlier. Navi, do you have a favorite milkshake? Uh, the local place here has a good salted caramel milkshake that I really like. Ooh. Caramel anything I'm like a sucker for, so. I saw some uh, salted caramel brownie Oreos whenever I went to the store. Ooh. Actually, um, for lunch, I went to Tim's and I got mm-hmm. the salted caramel uh, ice cap. It was pretty good. Interesting, interesting. I'm a big... Uh, peppermint milkshake there's a Mm. ice cream shop in my hometown has a a peppermint ice cream that they'll make a milkshake out of i think Uh, peppermint's better than mint ice cream i do too because it's like chunks of peppermint instead of like very like like uh mint green colored ice cream okay so rocket to space where do we have the rocket to space ranked on our i know what we're gonna do today list I have it at number four under Portal mm-hmm. to Mars because I think Portal to Mars is a little less attainable. So I mm-hmm. think space is more attainable and thus like I would rather do the Portal to Mars because also less travel time. Yeah. And also those little Martians are so adorbs. They really are. Um, Navi, where do you have the, the rocket to space? I have it at number 27 between Portal to Mars and Pirates mm. because I get that I'm not interested in going to space. But so. you can read a book in the rocket ship. Yeah, but I don't care for going to space. Mm, okay. Like I said last week, like I want to go to space in like a few centuries or a few millennia when they've developed it and created a society. You don't want to. You don't want to be like, like uh, uh, Elon Musk or Richard Branson and just like go right now. Yeah, because like, what is there to do? There's like nothing. I'm not like a scientist who's gonna be like, oh yes, I need to look at all the space rocks and shit. Like, no, I'm gonna go there when there's like stuff to do. Like, there's tourism. Like, there's other people actually up there. Mm-hmm. That's my spiel. That makes sense. I was also right away inclined to put this, you know, right below Portal to Mars because they're both going to space, but this is like the less cool version of it, I think. But then thinking about the the logistics of going through all the astronaut training and having to like be worried about throwing up in my spacesuit, all of those things. I'm going to move it to 24 right above giant bowling. Uh, which I think also could could lead me to throw up, but uh, I don't get to go to space if I do that. I also don't I, I don't want to invite the comparisons to Elon Musk. I'm not I'm not eager to go to space in that way. You make points. What about uh, the the milkshake bar? I have it at Here's number 6 between pirates and secret agents because it's basically star wars and i feel like pirates like okay actually i think i put it above pirates because you don't get scurvy in the milkshake bar Mm. especially if you drink a a, like a lime flavored milkshake or something something with a lot of citrus spy space milkshake bar is under space because it's a little less cool actually no i think space milkshake bar is above space above the the regular space. rocket ship yeah so a space rocket ship um so yeah, yeah that's so yeah space milkshake bar is four space rocket ship is five 
Okay. Navi, where do you have this? I have the space space milkshake bar at number three between uh, the ice cream machine thing and the teleporter. Like my mm. top three is all just getting food. So I sense. think that tracks with my uh, thing. I also moved Norm down because I'm like, I think I Norm. like food more. Or no, not Norm. Norm is an innator. Yeah, Norm is an innator. Yeah, okay. Sorry, I got confused. Um, I have them all like lined up here. Yes, I have... Yeah, it's still at number three. Okay, I figured it out. It's all good. All the food things are tiered at the top. And then mm-hmm. all the other things. It's basically my own version of a memento tier. <laughs> except <laughs> A mem- memento tier. Wow. Yeah. Talk about good ice cream. Did you see uh, that there's going to be a mac and cheese flavored ice cream? Yeah, I did. I think I saw it on Chappelle's Twitter. Yeah, I see, I see a lot of gimmick food stuff all the time. Some, sometimes it sounds good. Sometimes I would try it. I think I would try a mac and cheese time. in a tube. Just circle back to that question. Yeah. You know what mac and cheese in a tube is? Pasta. No, okay. Like I suggested. No, no, no. But you were like, you want, you want a fettuccine, and I feel like that could like clog your throat. But the mac and cheese just goes straight smoothly, and you can like, I don't know, the fettuccine. Like I, you need to have fettuccine or linguine or like some spaghetti in as a whole strand. You can't like. That's fair. Bite pieces. I'm I'm more of a like small noodle guy than a long noodle guy. Okay. I like I like a I like a tortellini. I like That's, a bow tie. A tortellini isn't a noodle. That is like a pillow. Well, uh, yeah, <laughs> but a pillow. it's a pillow it's, pasta. It's a, it's a pasta though. It's a pillow pasta though. It's not a noodle but pasta. I, okay, I like a bow tie before I like a linguine. That is also a pillow pasta. There's <laughs> it's no a pasta. cheese in it. No, There's nothing but, inside of it. It's just the pasta. No, no, but it's it's fluffy like a pillow. No, I disagree. I disagree. Uh, I have a shooting star milkshake bar at number eight. It's right in between Swinter and the Portal to Mars. I think it's uh, kind of a fitting combination of of going to space and uh, the snow. I think it's cool. I, I dropped it, a Swinter reference at work. If anyone cares nice. about this quick story, um, uh-huh. so it was like really hot but also really rainy and then one of my guy and my friends was wearing he was um wearing sweatpants and i was like aren't you really hot and he's like yeah but i think i'd rather be like hot and wet than like cold and dry and ugh, william i heard that um but uh he i was like oh like kind of like that phineas and ferb episode where they had the snow in the summer <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I did a good job telling the story. It was more interesting in my head. I thought it was good. It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> I was zoned out. I'm not gonna lie. I, if if I were to give if I were to give Shooting Star Milkshake Bar a grade, I'd say it gets an A, maybe an A minus, but it's it's a solid A for me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as it's, it has maybe even an A plus plus someday, but not yet. Um, Felipe, you've been rating the the backstories. Where do you have Huge Hands Hans? I have Huge Hands Hans between Baking Soda Volcanoes and Big Black Boots Forest, the bully. So at number four. Um, All right. I think I think it's like more interesting than the bully, but um, just because I think the shadow puppet, like that's it, like he's moonlighting as a as a puppet tier is funny to me. Mm. Uh, did we do the innator rankings? 
that's what I was going to. Speaking of huge hands, Hans, where do we? Where do we, this is tough because there is no innator name for this. I call him the space puppeteer. I just I just wrote shadow puppets on the moon. Okay. Uh, where do you have uh, shadow puppets on the moon? I have it at twenty four between make up your mindinator and blendinator. I think it's under all the fun nameinators, and that's why, like, because if it doesn't mm-hmm. have a catchy name, even though the concept is absurd, it can't like, unless it's like really interesting, like the the i'm trying to see if there's anything that even cracks it oh the termite controlling helmet that that's memorable to me though whereas this i kind mm-hmm. of forgot about it navi where do you have this i have it at number 26 between the termite controlling helmet and vanessa's firecracker mm-hmm. i'm not gonna remember this like yeah next week so i think that's an appropriate spot to put it at yeah, I was I was tempted to put it a little bit higher than some of these other things that I don't or that that I remember um because it, I I agree I think it should be worse than the things that have good names because this one literally doesn't have a name. But I also I I love the the petty backstory aspect of it. I I love that you know, it came from the fact that he got shown up at a shadow puppet contest or whatever it was a talent show by a guy with big hands uh so he's he's you know i have the biggest hands is what he's saying now so i i would put this at 19 is where i have this uh it's it's above the group that's like shrink spheria space laser destructinator uh but it's mm-hmm. below it's below the monster truck awayinator it's below the blendinator um 19 is where i have this it's okay I think it, it, I think if it weren't for the backstory, this would be pretty low for me. But the backstory really helps it. Uh, we got two songs this week. One of them we haven't even mentioned yet. Uh, so the first song was called "Let's Take a Rocket Ship to Space." Kind of a kind of a swing vibe to it. It it uh, mentions both Count Basie and Bach. Uh, it's it's almost. You can almost see it being inspired by like a like a fly me to the moon almost. Yeah. So I honestly I'll be truthful. These are both placeholder spots right now because I don't remember either of these songs. So I'm just going I put them both under the tier that I remember everything about those songs, or at least like part of the chorus. Um so I have let's take a rocket ship space at 34, right above fish out of water, because I feel like it's in that same like slower, jazzier song, or like I think fish out of water was more of a ballad, but yeah. And then I have Space Milkshake Bar, Under One Good Scare to Do It, because that's literally the last song that I remember completely. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, well, this was catchy, but I don't remember it in the moment. So that is at 21. Okay. Navi, where do you have these on? Um, it's tough, because I think that they are, on average, like better than like my average baseline one, but... I don't know how high I want to put them. Also, Nathan uh, just texted me about Big Brother, so I'm very uh, all over the place right now. Hilarious. Um, he also texted me about Big Brother. Did he text me about Big Brother? Now I'm jealous. Yeah. We're just talking shit about Frenchie. Oh. Of course. That's, that's called being smart. So I, 
I have uh, one of these songs much lower. Even though I, I, I did enjoy the song, Let's Take a Rocket Ship to Space. Um, uh, like, it's it's one of those that if I'm putting it on a playlist, it's on a, like, maybe put this on while I'm doing chores or just hanging out at the house playlist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I did like it. It was it, It's a good, you know, chill song. Uh, so that is at number 35 out of 53 right now. Uh, it's right below, right above the "Leave the Busting to Us." Right below, he's a bully. Yeah. Uh, Can you other... think of a Phineas and Ferb pun for Power of Vito? Sorry. Um, Power of Balgito. Okay. There you go. Got it in one. There we go. Okay, so I, I, I'm fairly high on this song. I, for now, put it at number 16 between Ready for the Bettys and Music Makes Us Better. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think Music Makes Us Better is when we kind of get to that, like, it's fine tier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, well, I cut you off. What were you going to say? Uh, I don't know. Something about your song rankings. Oh, yeah. So the other song, uh, Shooting Star Milkshake Bar, it was going to be one of those, like, it's good but forgettable songs. Like Hemoglobin Highway. Uh, yeah. Until until the the line "Shake your asteroid." <laughs> yes. I don't know how they let them put that line in the show, but I laughed a lot whenever I heard them say "Shake your asteroid." How do they spell it in the subtitles? Uh, they they just say the word asteroid. Um, but uh, yeah. So I have it at number twenty one. It's right above my chariot. Uh, it's right below I'm Lindana and I want to have fun, which it, uh, again, I know that song will move up more uh, mm-hmm. just because as it, it should it, it 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 definitely will just because i I am remembering it's one of the few that i I remember a lot to it um that that will still get stuck in my head. but i would I would a hundred percent put shooting star milkshake bar in in a playlist because shake my asteroid is a hilarious line. Yes, uh, so I have it a number. 21 yeah so uh, go ahead oh no i was just gonna say uh what do we uh, what else do we have to do here uh the last thing is the episode where we are ranking the episode itself uh we just have one it, it was a one part episode so we have one part to rank and that is out to launch so where where is out to launch i first of all nathan i just messaged you and I said, why is everyone else getting text messages during this movie? <laughs> um, but out to launch, I put out to launch at 20, exactly. I think it's Ooh. it's not as good as One Good Spear to do it. That one's also more memorable to me from childhood. But I do think it's better than Ballad of Bad Beard. And I don't think it's like, it's definitely more memorable, like I think, than a lot of these other ones that like kind of blend together. That said, I am prepared in the off season to move the Magnificent Few up a lot. Okay. Navi, where do you have this episode? I have this episode at number 25 between Leave the Busting to Us and Grease Lightning. I do think it's better than One Good Scare Out of Do It, or at least personally, I prefer it more. Like One Good Scare Out of Do It was like fine. I think mm-hmm. that um, the Franken, the monster of Phineas and Furbenstein is like the better Halloween episode mm-hmm. between the two of them. So um, yeah, I'll stick with that for now. Okay. Uh, if I, I have this at uh, 14, uh, I, I would probably put this at somewhere like 
I were ranking it out or rating it out of out of four corn dogs, I think I'd give it somewhere around a three point two out of four corn dogs. Uh, Only one who's ranking them out of four corn dogs. Yeah, Did I miss I, on that. No, I, I'm I'm uh, introducing it now so we can fully switch over uh, next season. Whenever I wanna I wanna have some way where like like uh, by the if, rankings. Yeah, if if listeners want to like send in their own rankings or something, uh, sure. Then, then we can we can add them that way. I I figured I I'm I'm gonna start doing it now, but but we can whenever we do the like after season one, really uh, look over all of our rankings and things special. I might start doing this and and rate all of the episodes out of four as well. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so that puts it at number 14. It's right below Mom's Birthday. It's above Does This Duck Bill like, Make Me Look Fat? Um, it's, it, I think it's a little bit better than One Good Scare to Do It. Uh, though if I, if, if I rewatched the other one and thought about it, maybe, maybe that will change. Um, but I think it's not as good as all of the other one-part episodes. I don't think it's good as Unfair Science Fair Redux. Um, 14. I think it's good. I, I I had fun with this episode. I I did as well. I'm excited to get to next week. Will, who's who's joining us for next week? Next week is a very exciting one. Uh, so we only have two episodes left in season one. Wow. Uh, so in in the penultimate episode of season one, we have our first double guest. If you don't count Jay and Vinny, we have our first double guest. Uh, both the 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 boys from Ang in there are gonna be here. Zach Muhammad and Jacob Redman. Yay! That is going to be a lot of fun, but uh, also we're, probably stressful to schedule with five yeah. people. But we're going to have so much fun. We are talking about uh, Got Game and Comet Kermillion. Yes. Uh, so yeah, if you have any thoughts on that episode, get them into us on on Twitter at What You Do in Pod or at our Gmail, uh, What You Do in Pod at Gmail uh, and we will we will. Uh, read your feedback on the show. Poor Will, he's going to be even more of a non-participant of Burnout Contest there. Yeah, I, I will. I will be fifth of five next week. Yeah, I will be the fifth wheel. Twitter bot. <laughs> fifth of five. Uh, the I fifth ha- wheel I, of the fifth wheel. I, I already have a, a Wandoff rookie as part of my okay. uh, as part of my. Uh, my Twitter bot is officially uh, updated. I, th- I, I had a few things out. <laughs> I, th- I think Wandoff Wookie. Wandoff Rookie. Wookie? Not, not Wandoff Wookie. I think you Wandoff Wookie. I, I, with, with I, I can't do a Chewbacca voice. No. Um, I can do like the growl ish sort of. You, sh- you should do a Wandoff and an Elmo voice. Okay, so truth be told, when they asked for Gordon Ramsay impressions, I was like, I don't know what Gordon Ramsay sounds like, but I can do an Elmo impression. <laughs> and then I, I didn't go through with it. Um, for Wandaf, not yeah. Wandaf water, Wombat, Wombat water. water. Yeah, yeah you got I don't tagged even think today. I sounded like Gordon Ramsay. It's fine. I, I got did tagged. Like- yeah, Jess Sterling was talking about truly popsicles. Oh yeah, I, I posted. I, oh, in in the Discord, yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted in there. Yeah, I kind of want one of those. Like, I'm not it's like, too. yeah, yeah. Truly lemonades are are very good. Um, I don't know if they have them. I'll have to check the LC next time I'm there. But. Yeah. So, do we have any final thoughts here? Besides plugs, um, I don't think so. Okay. Well, are you? No, just like pugs? a fun episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sure, Felipe. What do you have to? What do you have to plug this week? 
Give, um, give me your plugs. Tell us, tell us where you were on a podcast recently and give me something I need to watch or listen to or read <laughs> pop culture today. Um, so you can follow me at What's a Fleep on Twitter. Um, and you can follow the Brazilian Dragon at Brazil Dragon Pod. We had um, HSMTNTS recap for episodes eight and nine with Marcelo Guzman. And we just want to know, are you team GJ or are you team Marcelo and Ricky's dad? Um, that's, that's the debate of the century right now. Mm-hmm. Um, also, in the can, yet to be released, uh, by the time this is out, probably might be in your feeds, but a Pink Panther 2006 podcast with the wonderful Naomi Calhoun. We are going to the Naomi movies this or the Cinaomi, Cine your choice. Um, <laughs> that movie was did not hold up, not because of like some anything super problematic. It was just like boring, or not boring, but like too stupid, sort of. But yeah, uh, it was, it it was like 2006 funny, but not it was perfect for funny. when we were kids and we talk about it. We also go on many tangents. Um, so yeah, like we discussed, do we think RuPaul and Michelle Visage are actually friends or not? That's a hmm. Discussion topic, um, and then um, I was on a little thing called Renap this week, where I was crowned Rob's biggest fan. And y'all can at me, but I don't care because I won and I have the title, so you can be sour that other people <laughs> didn't win. Um, I don't know why I need to be so aggressive, but like, I have to <laughs> yeah, you won. You don't need to be so salty. <laughs> right? This is probably this is probably like what um what Sandra dealt with, right? Because people were like, poverty should have won. And Sandra was like, you know what? I'm the queen. So A million dollars still cashes. Right? Boom. Um, then, do I have anything else to plug? Uh, I don't know. You got some oh, pop culture Oh, yes. Um, because of this work week, I haven't done a lot of things. I guess go watch Black Widow. Um, mm. Go stand Florence Pugh with me. Or in this movie, she's also known as Florence Pew Pew. <laughs> <laughs> that meme has me rolling but i am obsessed with it um also uh if you're so inclined go check out the avatar podcast um just because it's awesome oh also scooby snacks and chef we might be back this week uh with aj so Mm. Um, buckle in for a four-hour podcast yeah who knows we're talking chill out scooby-doo and then also hsmtmts episode 10 of season two this season is that the finale no season episode 12 oh they're doing 12 man doing 12 we already have our finale guest booked. It is the one and only Jason Curtis Rivera. Oh, the best. Ooh. Best in the biz. Yes. Um, and Speaking I of which, I bought some Better Call Saul. Sorry. I bought okay. some uh, Cal- Calypso lemonade today. You traitorous Ooh. ass man. Oh, well, how does that make me traitorous? You have to send some to JCR. Oh, okay. Otherwise, yeah. he won't come back on our podcast. Yeah, I got to pay for postage. Yes. Um, Navi, how are you doing? I'm doing I. Um, you can follow me on Twitter because I'm Navi. I also made a change to my Twitter bio. Before my location was my apartment. Now it's Finnepig. Finnepig. <laughs> nice. So there you go. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, where you can find me. There you go. You got any uh, uh, pop culture stuff to plug? Ooh, okay. So I've been busy this week. I guess I'll plug it. Can I plug a trailer? I watched like, yeah, I watched the Chainsaw Man trailer like a bajillion times. It is oh. like insanely good. The animation is smooth as butter. You said a but... trailer. You said a trailer, and I was like, oh, she's gonna plug the new Pixar movie. Oh, oh no! I would never plug a that's, Pixar. That's not Pixar. How dare you? 
What's it called? Turning red, feeling red, seeing red. Oh, they have a trailer already? Yeah. Oh, the panda one? Yeah. I didn't know they had a trailer. Yeah, a trailer came out like two days ago. See, this is why I'm I'm never on Twitter. So <laughs> actually no, I was on Twitter a little bit this week because Yeah. Yeah, but uh yeah. I had something to add, but I forgot. Will tell us what what we're talking about. Yeah, um, so uh Two of my co-hosts on on the Everyone and Their Brother podcast are sorry not to interrupt. I remember never have I ever this week, and I'm very excited. Oh, that comes out this week. Yeah. Oh, that's that's exciting. I I loved the first season. I saw the mom in an episode of Better Calls. I'm like, oh my god. Well, I saw her name first. Um, I think it was the same episode as Mark Evan Jacobs, and I was like, my god, I know both these. Mark Evan Jackson. Jackson, yeah, um, yeah, it was the same. And uh, Porna, I don't remember her last name, but. Uh, she was in there. I was like, oh my god, I know both these people. Um, That's cool. And shout out to my favorite line from the first season. Uh, he's nice, he's smart, and he would never he would never do drugs because he looks like a narc. <laughs> he, no one would ever sell him drugs because he looks like a narc. Okay. Uh, that, show, that show I'm was great. Um, oh yeah, so, so two of my co-hosts are on a business trip right now, which means me and my brother took the podcast ourselves for the week. Uh, and and talked about uh, you know things in the world that are trying to you know, trick us and get one over on us. Uh, I went on a little bit of rant of, of a rant about Big Brother, the TV show, and and how, did how it's. Feel? I don't know. He hasn't talked to me about it. Um, but uh, yeah, it was fun. I I edited a podcast for the first time in a couple of years, uh, and realized I didn't have any of the files to the theme song or anything. Uh, so I uh, I I, I kind of improvised, and it was fun. Uh, so if you want to follow that that podcast is at EATB Podcast on all major social media or go to EATBpodcast.com. Can I get um, some pop culture plug? Please do. I don't think you're gonna get it. I think you're gonna I think you should leave for the second week in a row. I thought about it, but I remembered last week since I plugged I think you should leave. Uh I forgot to plug something else that I watched. Uh uh and speaking of things nominated for lots of Emmys. Uh, go watch Hacks on HBO Max. It is really good. Uh, it's it's uh, so there's a a comedian who she is like towards the end of her career, uh, and she's been you know headlining Vegas for years and years, uh, and there but but her audiences are kind of dwindling, and then there's a a young female comedy writer who gets kind of canceled on Twitter. So nobody will like hire her for any writing jobs. Uh, and, and she gets uh, sent by her agent to go work for this uh, older comedian in Vegas. Uh, and they are both hilarious together. It's, it's a really good show. Highly recommend mm-hmm. Hacks. Uh, both of them nominated for, for Emmys in for yeah. best, best uh, starring, best lead actress. That's the word, lead. Uh, best lead actress and best supporting actress supporting, in comedy. Yeah. Um, it's a really good show. I, I liked it a lot. Um, more of my plugs, you can follow me at Davis, Will on on all major social media, may, especially Twitter and Instagram. Um, did we... I don't know if we talked a lot about the fact that I'm wearing merch for another podcast or uh, merch for my own podcast and whether or not that's cool. I think it's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Not douchey sure. at all. It, and I think part of it is like, uh, this logo is not, it doesn't have my face on it. So yeah. we do have shirts that have my face on it. I don't have one of those. Um, but it's pretty I, I have, face. 
it, it's a pre mustache face. That's all of it. Also, yeah. pre round glasses face, even earlier. Um, but uh, yeah, this, this is a great logo designed by by Creative Bobby. Creative Happy Bobby. Birthday. Uh, it was his birthday last week. Yeah. Happy birthday. He's not listening to this, but happy Probably not. birthday he's, to he's you. This week. Um, yeah, I, I think that's all I had. Yeah. Perfect. Oh, one more thing. I should probably preface, talk about this when I was talking about the trailer. Uh, don't watch it if you're a child, because there is <laughs> like, you know, some gore and blood. I don't know. Like, it's violent, but I don't know. If you've watched like in Invincible, which I did over when I was in real Winnipeg, which is mm. like a very good show, by it's the way. Good, right? Uh, it's like, yeah, it, it's like kind of like in that same vein. Uh, so, you know, check it out. I don't know when it's coming out exactly, the actual show, but it's mm. a fun trailer. I really liked how the trailer was edited. It just, right. And I love the music in the trailer too. So that's, uh, that's it. Uh, I, I will stop. There you go. Uh, anything anything else before we uh, we head out here? Hashtag movie theater hummus. Hashtag movie theater hummus. Uh, <laughs> join us next week for the, the great guests of Jacob and Zach as we talk about Got Game and Comet Chameleon. Uh, but until next time, corndog, corndog, yummy, yummy, yummy. What you doing today? I know, you know, what you doing? Isabella Buford, Phineas and Ferb, Candace gonna bust you if you...